Hello, everyone, and welcome to this podcast. My name is Jeremiah Krakowski, and on this episode, we're going to talk about how to reach your goals and how to do impossible, scary things, even things that you don't know how to do with ease and learn things quickly and easily and combat the fear that is holding you back. Listen, I believe that humans can do the impossible, and on this podcast, I want to help people grow in their life and in their business. A lot of people are afraid of making mistakes in their business because of how they grew up in their life. They were punished for making mistakes in school or with their family or whatever that is, and they bring that into business, and it affects them negatively. And so in this episode, I'm going to talk through some of that, and I'm going to help create a framework for you, a mental model to help you combat these feelings and go after those goals that you have and even some of those impossible semi-delusional dreams. We might actually be able to take some of the dreams you have and turn them from delusional to possible or help you realize that maybe that's the wrong path. Maybe that dream was delusional, but it was to lead you to something else. And so if you're not part of the hashtag grow your life community on Facebook, there's over a thousand people in there just like yourself. It's free where people listen to this podcast. They listen to the videos that I do on social media and they ask questions and they talk and they interact back and forth about their struggles, their breakthroughs, what they're going through. And so look it up on Facebook, hashtag grow your life. And if you want to win a free 30 minute coaching session with me, At the end of this podcast, I'm going to talk about how you can win that. You can win that up to once per month, and you can win it multiple times, meaning you can win it multiple months in a row. So stay tuned to the end for how to win that free coaching session. Let's get started. Here's the deal is that when we are going after our dreams, our goals, and our visions, there's stuff that we don't know how to do. There's also thousands of potential mistakes that we could make. There are so many variables that we end up paralyzing ourselves. If you're somebody like me, I do this all the time. In fact, I was scared to even do this podcast episode this morning because I had paralyzing fear of sharing this wrong with you. But me actually even doing this episode breaks through that for you. And so don't let that discredit the content here. I'm actually going to share with you something that I'm currently learning in my life. I've been going through a lot of different books and have been putting into practice for the last 15 years in business. And it's about doing things that you don't know how to do, that you're scared to do, and learning how to do the impossible. I have a track record with doing this with a number of things in my life. And not to toot my own horn here, this is a testimony for you to kind of just show what is possible. Um, I learned how to play the piano, didn't know anything about it. In less than a year, I was at a 10-year level student. I learned to code software, didn't know a single thing about code when I was younger, uh, and then picked it back up when I was older, and I learned it. You know, people are taught this lie that we can't learn new things when we're older, that you can't teach an old dog new tricks, that the mind is not pliable, that the mind can't learn new things. And this right there is a lie. And there's a lot of beliefs that people have about business, about success, and about what is possible for them based on the framework of how they grew up in school. School sets you up for failure. Don't make mistakes. Stay in line sit down and shut up, be quiet. Those things and fear of getting punished keep us in a framework of never learning. Listen, there's a statement I 
heard growing up, and I'm so thankful uh, for for my mom teaching me this. This is one of the number one things that she ever taught me. Mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. That's the only way that you can learn. And so if any of you follow uh, my mom, you know that that's what she's all about. She's all about learning and growing and going further to higher levels. And so what I want to encourage you with this is to take that framework and realize that making mistakes is good. Making mistakes is how you're going to reach the next level. And fear of failure is keeping you in alignment with failure. And it's not helping you. Fearing making mistakes is actually manifesting those mistakes in your life. Now, I'm not going to go too deep into that, but whatever we fear, we empower in our lives. So if I'm afraid of making a mistake in my business, I will actually manifest mistakes in my business that I will never learn from. We have to stop being afraid of those mistakes because here's the thing. When you are growing in your life and your business, you are going to make mistakes. You need to embrace them. You need to make them your friend. You need to realize that completely messing up everything is okay. That failing temporarily for the purpose of learning on purpose is good. And yet so often we, we act like we get these mental pictures of, well, yeah, what if a brain surgeon failed and killed somebody? Are you a brain surgeon? I mean, I'm, I may have some brain surgeons that listen to me and, and at that level, you grow to a higher level. Somebody that goes through brain surgery didn't do it in one day and they made some mistakes with cadavers. (laughs) Okay. They made some mistakes with (laughs) in their, in their, uh, medical school. But they learned and they kept going. You know, a lot of people quit medical school. 90% of people who go through university fail and quit and they give up and they never go further because of this broken system that actually punishes mistakes. There's about 10% of people that learn that mistakes are how we grow. And so what I want to empower you to do is to actually make mistakes this week, to actually do some things wrong and to learn from them and to not be so afraid of the risk of what might happen or what the worst thing could to, to do, what the worst thing that could happen could be. If you're empowering that, if you're even declaring it into the atmosphere with your voice, you're actually giving a presence and a manifestation to that fear. You know, a lot of people are afraid to make a vision board and afraid to declare the future that they can go after and afraid to declare, hey, I'm going to make a million dollars. They're afraid to say that. And that might even scare you to say that. Or afraid to say, I'm going to make $100,000 in my business. That might scare you to say that. Or afraid to say, I might make $1,000 this month. That might terrify you to think about even making $500 this month in a business. And that fear manifests in it never happening. Because they're afraid of even declaring that. They're afraid to even say it. And so it never comes to truth. Yet, yet, they speak out all that is negative in their life constantly. 
I can't think straight. I can't do anything right. I'm, everything goes wrong for me. Uh, the, the shoe hit the fan today. I, I, I say the wrong things. Oh, maybe I cuss too much. <laughs> you know? And they're afraid of how other people will perceive them and the judgment that comes in and the punishment that other people might give to them and what their life might turn into if they make a mistake. So they never declare what they want. And yet they're, yet they have no trouble, no, no problem declaring what they don't like and declaring that as their life. And then they're wondering why their life is that when you say I am this, it manifests because you have put power behind those words. Now there's some of you that are listening to this right now. You're like, so you're saying, if I say I am going to have a million dollars, this is going to appear in my bank account. No, I'm not saying that. That is an absolute pipe dream, fantasy, delusional idea that will never, ever, ever, ever happen. And so if you assume that that's what I meant by that, it means you don't know me. And it means you haven't listened to enough of my podcast episodes. Or it means that you're listening to this through a filter of wondering if what's, what am I going to say wrong? Or wondering if I'm going to lead you down the wrong path. Or wondering if you know, your trust in me is going to be violated or you don't have trust in what I'm saying. And, and that's okay. I understand that trust is earned. And so hopefully by the end of this podcast episode, I'm able to earn your trust just a little bit, but stick with me in this. You may hear some stuff that you disagree with, but I want you to trust that, the, that what I'm saying about my intentions and what I mean are true. And so I don't mean that you sit on your butt and go hum and think about a million dollars appearing in your bank account or a Ferrari in your driveway. No, you have to actually uh, give something for your declaration to attach itself to. <laughs> There's a book I've been reading actually uh, by, by a guy I've been getting to know. His name's Jim Baker. It's called How Heaven Invades Your Finances. And he talks about the divine energy of God invading your pocketbook. And he talks about how he grew up in these charismatic prosperity gospel churches that said, you know, sow a Toyota to reap a Ferrari. And he's like, you know, that's a pipe dream. That doesn't, that's not truth. But what is true is when we have faith, we declare it with faith. We speak it into existence. We make it a goal. We stop acknowledging all that's going wrong in our lives. And then we give something for that faith to attach itself to and to manifest in our lives. And that is going to work. That is going to work in your business. That is going to work with, you know, your family, with your friends, with your relationships. That is putting your faith into action. And so the law of attraction uh, is this. You don't just speak it into existence and it comes at you. What actually happens is you activate your reticular activating system. In your brain, you will start to notice things that will start to attract you to that thing and you'll start to see more of it out there. And so when I say this, that I want to make a million dollars, I am going to make a million dollars. I am making a million dollars. I will make $2 million. And we get into that place and we go past that even million dollar level. And we look at 10 million, a hundred million. These are big numbers, a hundred billion dollars. Okay. 
That might blow some of your minds and it might make you feel mush and afraid and nervous to even think about those big numbers. Listen, you don't have to understand it for it to work. I'm going to say this again. You don't have to understand it for it to work. And that is the lie that we've been taught in school is that you have to be able to prove and show your work and prove how you got there to even get started, to even go forward. And we hear these frameworks and we listen to great teachers and leaders and motivational speakers and authors. You know, maybe you've listened to some people like I have, like Tony Robbins or, or Simon Sinek or Gary Vaynerchuk or, or Bill Johnson or Chris Vallotton. These are some great people that I love to listen to, you know, and, and you've heard these words before, but it doesn't register because you don't understand it all. If you understood it at all, it, would, it wouldn't be faith. If you understood it all, it wouldn't be faith. It would be by your own work. It would be by your own effort. It would be by your own strength of understanding. And yet so many people have this idol, this thing that they worship that came through academia and teaching and maybe university or college or maybe a mentor that you had in the past that told you that you have to understand it all for it to work. And that if you don't understand it, it won't work. And I'm here to tell you that that's a lie that it's an absolute lie and that for you to get the right answers and repeat the right answers and that the fear that you have of not showing your work and not repeating your answers and not understanding it all before you get started is the very thing that is keeping you held back and held exactly where you are right now. And you're in the balance between I don't understand and I don't know what to do. Okay. And so this balance creates a gap with people right here. You have, I don't understand and I don't know what to do. And you're right here in inaction. Okay. And you feel like you have to get past understanding above past the level of understanding to ever take action. And many times that understanding is our fear. We're afraid of not understanding or we're afraid of getting punished or in trouble if we don't understand it or we're afraid that if we don't understand it, we're going to miss the mark. We're going to be led astray. We're going to be led down the wrong path. And so we decide to actually stay stagnant in our life exactly where we are right now and never progress forward because we don't understand it because we're afraid of feeling what we felt in school growing up because we don't understand how our mind can be pliable at an old age or over the age of 18. And we were told this lie that we only use 10% of our brain. That's a lie. Also, um, our brain, the dark matter, the, the, or the gray matter, sorry, dark matters out in the universe, uh, <laughs> black holes and stuff. <laughs> I don't even fully understand some of this stuff that I'm talking about. I know enough about it because I've, I've been researching this over time that I know the terms and yet I still make mistakes. And so I'm going to be, can I be real and vulnerable with you for a second here and say this again? I'm still learning this stuff while I'm saying it to you. I don't have it all together. 
I am not an expert in this stuff. I'm not a neuroscientist. I'm not an expert at sales and marketing and business. I'm not an expert at spirituality, but I've done a few things. I've seen a few things. I've read a few books over the last, I'm almost 32 years old now. And I've seen what works and what doesn't. I've seen what can take a business from $0 to eight figures firsthand. I've seen what can take somebody from flat broke living on their parents' couch to making eight figures. I've seen what can take somebody from being a drug addict, an alcoholic, and an abuser to being a great leader and a loving spiritual father, a loving spiritual mother to people. I've seen people go from prison to greatness. I've seen it and I'm obsessed with reading stories of people that do that. I've been obsessed with reading stories of people that went from absolute nothing to greatness. I've seen it with my firsthand experience. I've even worked for some of these people. I've worked for companies and business owners that went from flat broke to multi-multi-millionaire. People living in their car to making tens of millions of dollars. I've seen it and I know what it takes to get people there. I know what it takes to get myself there in my life. I know what it takes to get somebody from zero to a hundred thousand dollars. You know, if I'll say this for you, I've not made less than a hundred thousand dollars a year for the last five years, not made less than 200,000 for the last three per year. I've helped business owners make eight figures. <laughs> I have clients right now that have eight figure companies that we're helping scale to nine figures using social media and marketing and advertising. And these are companies that I consult and that I work with. I have clients that were dreaming and planning. How do we reach the billionaire level? And yet I've not done it myself. I'm, I'm, I'm not a billionaire. I've never personally made $10 million in my bank account. I've never personally had $1 million in my personal bank account right now at this moment in time, but I've helped other people do it. And so I know what it takes and I know how to repeat it and I know how to coach people and I know how to coach executives to get to that level because that's what I've done for the last 15 years. That's what I've done is help increase people's confidence to get from where they are to where they want to be, to do the impossible. I've helped business owners go from nothing to make something of themselves. And I've gone from nothing to making something of myself. This podcast, you're listening to it right now. This started as a dream. The dream was to help 
empower dreamers to manifest their dreams and to dream bigger than the stars. Because I've seen it and I've read about it. You know, I read stories about people like Elon Musk and Steve Jobs and Leonardo da Vinci and Jeff Bezos and Mark Zuckerberg. What it took to get them to that level. And I've reverse engineered it and I've studied hundreds of hours of what they did differently. And you know what the one common thing that they did was? That all of these people did. You want to know what the one common thing that I've seen that I haven't been doing in my life has been? That I know is actually stopping me in this moment in time. It's November 11th and I'm looking at the clock. It's 11, it's 1.11 p.m. on November 11th, 2019. <laughs> and if you, <laughs> I don't know if that means something to you, but you know what I haven't done? is teach things that I don't know about or don't have a track record in or aren't experienced in because I've been afraid of making mistakes and I've been afraid of doing it scared and I've been afraid of risking it all and I've been afraid of stepping out. And so I'm here today to declare to you that I'm no longer going to be scared of what any of you think. I'm no longer going to be scared of what anybody listening to my podcast thinks I'm no longer going to be scared and I'm going to do it afraid and I'm going to step out to new levels and I'm going to make some mistakes. I'm going to actually mess up. You're actually going to watch me mess up over the coming days and do things or do things afraid. But this is my promise to you that if I can teach you something it's something that I know works and it's something that I know that there's a track record behind it that either I've observed from somebody else that I've learned over time or that I'm sharing with you. And so I'm going to start citing some of my sources with you on this type of stuff. Simon Sinek said this, you don't have to be an expert at something to teach it to other people. You just know, need to know how to point people in the right direction. And so my goal is this, is to point you in the right direction towards your destiny and to a framework and a mental model to learn anything and to do the impossible. To gain the confidence to do it scared. To gain the confidence to move past your fear, to gain the confidence to stop empowering the things that you fear in your life, to gain the confidence to stop looking at the algorithm and what other people say you have to do on social media and speaking things from your heart and not your mind and saying the things that maybe you're still learning yourself, that you're still manifesting, that you're still growing in, that maybe you haven't fully manifested in your life to help other people do that. Listen, if you're somebody that's making less than a quarter of a million dollars right now, I can, I can tell you how to get there. If you're somebody that's making less than a million dollars right now, I can tell you how to get there. If you're somebody making less than $10 million right now, I can tell you and help you to get there. But it starts with the first step. Every big dream requires 
action. And it requires you to take the first step, to do it scared and to do it without understanding everything and to do it without knowing all the pieces and to do it without having to do it perfectly and to empower what you love and what you want and stop empowering the things that you're afraid of. Stop empowering the opinions of other people. Listen, I could care less what you think about me. I could care less if I offend you. I could care less if you disagree with what I'm saying. My goal isn't to help you agree with what I'm saying. It's to show you that there's a better way to do it so that you can experience it for yourself and make your own beliefs for yourself. And if you're somebody that maybe you don't believe what I do, that you don't believe that what I'm talking about is true. Maybe you don't believe in God. I don't need you to for this to work. I just need you to try something different right now. Stop empowering the things that you are afraid of. What's the risk? What do you have to lose? What are you so afraid of happening? What are you so fearful might happen if you do something differently than what you've been doing up to this point in time? What's the worst thing that could happen? Now stop looking at that worst thing. Take it in your mind and stop acknowledging that worst thing. Stop empowering what you're trying to avoid and start looking at and visualizing in your head, if I wasn't afraid of that worst thing happening, what would I do differently? If I wasn't so afraid of being led astray, if I wasn't so afraid of being taught the wrong things, if I wasn't so afraid of doing the wrong things, if I wasn't so afraid of what other people think about me, if I wasn't so afraid of trying something new, what would I do? Ask yourself that. And, and I get it. There's, even, there's some of you right now that are listening to this right now that you're, you're thinking, that's too hard. That's too risky. You don't know what I've been through. You don't know the trust that's been violated in my life, Jeremiah. Listen, I don't know the trust that's been violated in your life, but I know my life and what I've been through and what I've seen and what I've experienced and what I've seen in other people's lives and the trust that's been violated in theirs, I know this one thing to be true. That whatever we fear, we empower. Meaning, if you're afraid of being led astray, you actually probably will be. If you're afraid of doing the wrong thing and messing it up and people thinking bad about you, you're going to empower that to happen. You're going to empower other people to think bad things about you. If you're afraid of other people's opinions about you, you are going to get those opinions coming at you because your reticular activating system is going to be on high alert in your mind, in your neurotransmitters. Listen, I don't need you to understand the science behind all of this to get it, but if you need to understand it, what happens is, is that there's energy in the quantum realm that you are bringing in 
and your spirit is actually vibrating at a level of focusing on that thing and you're actually putting out there signals in your heart and in your mind with your pineal gland as well as with your soul that is putting messages out there into the spirit realm saying, I want to be led astray. I want to make mistakes. I want to do bad things. I want to feel stress. I want to be shamed. I want to feel guilt. And I want to be punished. That's what I was putting out there for years. Fear of punishment, fear of making mistakes, fear of, of learning the wrong thing from the wrong people, fear of hurting people, fear of, of upsetting people, fear of, of people judging me, people not understanding me, people misunderstanding me, and I was afraid of this. And so what was happening was I was actually empowering that fear. I was empowering being misunderstood by people. I was empowering people hearing me wrong. I was empowering people twisting the words that I was saying because that's what I was putting out there in my spirit instead of empowering what I love and what I want. And when I started to do this and I started to shift the visualization of what I'm thinking about in my head to empower what I want more than what I'm trying to avoid, things started to change in my life. And the energy was focused towards where I was going. You know, I want to help 100,000 people make a million dollars in their business, which means I have to help 100,000 people make $100,000, which means... I also have to help them make $500. And so if you're listening to this right now, I'm on a mission to help empower business owners to go further, to dream for the impossible, to dream it, but then also to bring it into the practical step-by-step step, what works, what's been proven, what I've done with my clients, what I've done over the last 15 years, what I've helped people with, what I've tested and what I know to be true. And if you don't understand it or whether they believe it to work or not, that's not the point. What I found is a lot of times when I've shared with people stuff, they're afraid of doing the wrong thing. They're afraid of making a mistake, setting up their social media profiles. They're afraid of making a mistake, making videos. They're afraid of, of doing their social media content wrong. They're afraid of setting up their funnels wrong. They're afraid of setting up their Facebook ads wrong. They're afraid of setting up their website wrong. They're afraid of teaching the wrong things. And, and these fears start manifesting and they stay stuck and they haven't even made a Facebook page yet. Or they come to my group. I had a lady today. I was just talking to her. They ask a question in the Grow Your Life community, but they leave important details out when they ask a question. So for instance, she asked a question, hey, what if we made a page that was me and my business partner? And I said, great, that's a great idea. She left out the important detail that her and her business partner already had two pages already. And then she came to me and asked, hey, you know, we have three pages now. They're not getting a lot of traction, but you told me to do this. And so she actually empowered the belief in her life that she was going to be taught the wrong thing out of fear. She empowered what she feared. And I said, no, you should only be using those two pages. And then she was like, 
well, you told me, Jeremiah, to use this one page to, to make a page with the two of us. And I said, uh, that was under the context of me not knowing that you had two pages already. And so with new information, as new information comes up, the answer changes. And I think a lot of times people are afraid of when new information comes up in their life to upgrade their beliefs or their consciousness, and they're so stuck on what somebody told them 5, 10, 15, 20 years ago that they won't change the framework to something new because they're afraid of what might happen if they don't do that. They're afraid of getting the answer wrong. They're afraid of being punished. And this is what I find is this balance of these conflicting beliefs or they leave out important information because they're so afraid of what might happen. And so I told her, I said, hey, listen, now that I know that new information, the answer is different. I wouldn't have made that page with the two of you together. I would have used your two pages separately and built the business that way. And so I said, so now that my answer has changed, it actually makes my old answer to you invalid. It makes it outdated. And she was like, but that was your answer to me. I said, that answer was not, was based on me assuming that you didn't have a page in the first place. Okay. You tracking with me here? Stick with me on this. And so when you hear something from a mentor, from a teacher that goes against what maybe you've heard in the past, there might be missing information and, 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 and beliefs that are misfiring. And so that's why there's a mistake here. I had another lady, she asked me this, you know, I said, you need to make social media content not based on the algorithm, not based on the numbers anymore. And I quoted Ed Milet, Gary Vaynerchuk, Andy Frazella, and Simon Sinek. Combined, these guys have tens of millions of followers on their social media and run multi-million dollar businesses. I think they have a, they have a track record for what they're talking about, right? I think so. Just a little bit. <laughs> and so I quoted them directly to people. And I said, hey, listen. I don't have a million people on my social media, but this is what these guys are saying. So it's true because I trust them and I trust what they're saying. And I said, you got to make content as if the algorithm doesn't exist, as if the numbers don't exist, as if the engagement doesn't exist, as if the, the comments, the likes, the shares don't matter because the engagement numbers do not matter. And this lady said, hey, can you explain why that is? And I answered her, but the truth is, is this, is that you don't have to understand why that is for it to be true, for it to work. And so often people make understanding why something is true, prevent them from ever taking a step forward in faith to reach their goals and having the confidence to do it scared because they're scared of, well, if that's not true and I don't understand it, then maybe I will make a mistake and I'll get punished and I'll get in trouble and I'll lose my business and my business will crumble and it'll crash and it'll manifest horrible things for me and my life and those things will manifest. And that's the framework of the mental model that we get trained from in school. And even some people that grew up in religious backgrounds, uh, abusive religious backgrounds that, that, that said that if you make a mistake, that you'll be punished and that God will punish you and that you'll be cast into the lake of fire. If you make mistakes, these false teachings that people believe 
And I want to address one of those right now. God has never been disappointed in you in your entire life. Okay? By the way, I'm not even going to go there with people right now. <laughs> you might have to re-listen to what I said to get it. Um, and some of you might have misunderstood what I said based on what you were wanting to hear me say. I didn't say what you think I said. But you grew up in this system to where punishment you believed that God was going to punish you or your schoolmaster was going to punish you or your parents were going to punish you if you did something wrong. When that's not the case, when that's not true, when that's not truth. And if you're listening to me right now, it's about 36 minutes into this podcast. I admire you and I think that's awesome. I know that there's some people that are listening to this that don't believe in God and so if I quote something from the Bible, they're not going to believe that. It's going to discredit it. But I'm going to say this. For those of you that do believe in God and the Bible, I'm going to read a verse. And the verse is this. Perfect love casts out all fear. 1 John 4.18, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. If we are afraid, it is for fear of punishment. And this shows that we have not fully experienced this perfect love. That's in the Bible, 1 John 4.18. And so if we're afraid of punishment, we're afraid of getting in trouble, we're afraid of being cast into the lake of fire, or we were taught these things and we realized <laughs> that's crap, because it is crap, in fact, um, that's not true. And we made these beliefs and these ideas about what maybe religious teachers think, or spirituality, or people that preach about making money or people that maybe say things that we don't agree with. And we're so stuck on fearing what we don't understand that we never do what we know that we should do. And we live with judgment, with worry, with fear, with shame, and with guilt of what might happen if we do something wrong. What might happen if we make a mistake? And if you're somebody right now that maybe grew up and you don't believe in God, you're actually manifesting what you were taught. You're so afraid of making a mistake that you've decided to no longer believe in God because you don't want to be wrong. Or you believe in God because you don't want to be wrong. And you haven't experienced perfect love, fairy tale love, fantasy love, which is truth. And you're believing that there's no such thing as these things or that these things are fairy tales. 
and that a life without fear is a fairy tale and that a life that you that you have to do everything perfect for your life to go well or you will be punished because you fear punishment because you fear what might happen if you don't have it all together or you fear ever making a mistake or you fear condemnation or you fear being condemned let me read another thing from the bible and and man i'm i'm hoping that there's some people that are that don't believe in this that are going to listen to this and think that all christians hate people therefore there is now no condemnation for those who are in christ jesus because through Christ Jesus, the law of the spirit who gives life has set you free, freedom from the law of sin and death. That's Romans 8 verses 1 through 2. Second Corinthians 3.17 says, Now the Lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. You cannot live in a prison and be free at the same time. And yet many of you are living in a prison of worry of what other people might think about you, of what might happen if you step out in risk and you never walk in freedom in your life. And some of you might be thinking this right now that I'm twisting the Bible to fit what I'm saying. When in fact, I believe that the Bible <laughs> is the manual for life on earth in all things. Here are some results from a search. <laughs> that the Bible is the manual for all things for life on earth. And that God created all things. And he created humans in his image. And that we are made in God's image and that we can manifest all things on earth as God can. And that all authority in heaven and on earth is given to us if we believe. And that we can't do good enough to be perfect ever. We can't ever do good enough on our own strength. And so that's why we have to connect with the divine to become supernatural. We have to connect with the divine spirit of God and his spirit goes inside of us and works through us. And all of the power that created the entire universe is inside of us. And we hear there's metaphysical pre uh, teachers, speakers, uh, that preach and teach this stuff. I call it preach because I grew up in church, you guys. I did. I grew up in church. I, I, was, I was born in church. This is all I know. <laughs> and yet a lot of people don't realize this, is that we're actually supposed to be one with God and become one with God. And that was actually our original design and our original creation was to become one with God and with Jesus. Not by what we do, but by believing and by manifesting. 
and by communication with God, and for God's thoughts to become our thoughts, and for our vision and our visualization and our dreams to come into alignment with the Spirit of God which is over the heavens and the earth and the entire universe. And that we can do the impossible and that we can hear from God and that we can see things that are greater than what we can imagine, that we can see things that are of a divine nature, that are above what we can even comprehend in our mind, and that we don't have to understand it all for it to be true. And yet that our need to understand everything before we ever walk it out is actually keeping us held back in our lives and keeping us right where we are right now. And that was the life that I was living for so long. I didn't understand how all of this could be. I, I you know, 30, 31, 32 years old, grew up in church. I've heard stories of miracles, signs, wonders, people speaking in tongues, people manifesting. And, and I grew up believing that, you know, that was only in the book of Acts or that people are just so outside of their mind that they're faking it, that they're making it up or that prophecy wasn't for today or that hearing thoughts from God for the universe and for our daily life wasn't possible. And I was living my life in this way, afraid of what my responsibility would be to the world around me if some of that might be true. And I was afraid of what actions I would have to take if some of those things might be true. What was required of me? what steps of faith I would have to take. And I was so afraid of what might happen if I stepped out in faith, if I did something scared, if I did something that I didn't understand, if I did something that I didn't have a track record for, if I did something that maybe I made a mistake for in the past, or if I opened up my heart and trusted other people, what might happen because of my personal experience. And this personal experience created beliefs inside of me that got wired in my neurotransmitters that started manifesting these negative events in my life because I was empowering what I feared. And what I was feared was manifesting. I feared getting punished for so long that I was actually manifesting punishment on a daily basis in my life because I felt like as long as I was getting punished, that I, was, that I at least had earned the right to talk on these things. That if I had gotten punished or slapped on the wrist, that I was earning the right to talk on these things. That if I was feeling these bad emotions, that I've, if I was going into the past and recreating those emotional events and then, you know, rewiring my, my brain for, for, for the truth that, that I had to go through the process and I had to go through this long process of five, 10 years of inner healing and, and psychotherapy to, to grow out of this. Or that maybe I was bipolar or schizophrenic or dyslexic or whatever, these labels that we put on ourselves. And I was afraid of what if those things aren't true? Or what if God could heal all of that? Or what if God could do in an instant what would take 25 years for somebody to do in the natural? Or what if I could get an impartation and a download from heaven for things that I never understood? 
what if people didn't believe me? Would I be punished? And I was afraid of people not believing me. And I was afraid of this. And I was manifesting all of this fear in my life for years upon years upon years and letting it rule me and control me. And so I understand what it's like to let fear run you. I understand what it's like to be afraid of making mistakes. I understand what it's like to be so afraid. I understand what it's like to put up a facade on the front end when you're so broken on the inside and you don't want people to realize it because we're afraid of if we came out to the world and showed, you know, I'm a bad person and I think these bad things because I'm so insecure because, you know, my parents gave my, my younger siblings more attention than me that I had to prove to the world that I was worth something. That's what I was believing and manifesting on everybody, trying to prove and validate myself to everybody until I realized that nobody could validate me enough to go after my destiny, that nobody could create my self-worth for me, that nobody could give me enough gold stars to say, good job, good boy, you know enough for me to be worth it, that I could never have a big enough track record to validate that I know what I'm talking about. If I didn't believe it myself, if I didn't declare what I know to be true, if I didn't start walking in it, if I didn't start stepping into the future dimension that has actually already been prepared for me. And there's some of you right now, you have a vision for your future. You have a vision for your life. Maybe you you've listened to my roadmap to your destiny podcast and you can see where you're headed but you're comparing your life that you have right now to where you can see that you're going and you're saying it is impossible for me to get there right now. It's absolutely true. You're absolutely right. In fact, it's impossible for you to get there with the same level of consciousness and belief that got you right here. You got to change something and you have to get out of your head. You have to get out of your mind and you have to create a new thought pattern and a new belief system for yourself. Again, for those of you that are that 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 are that that love uh, the Bible, I'm going to read this. First Corinthians two verse sixteen. For who has known the mind of the Lord, so as to instruct him? But we have the mind of Christ. You know, there's 23 verses about the mind of Christ. 1 Corinthians 1.30 But by his doing, you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God and righteousness. John 14.26 But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. This was before he went up. Jesus said this. He will teach you all things and bring you to remembrance all that I said to you.
But a natural man doesn't accept these things that are of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness to him. This is 1 Corinthians 2, 14, 16. Your natural mind may have a hard time understanding what I've been saying in this episode. But a natural man does not accept the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolish to him, and he cannot understand them, because they are spiritually appraised. I read the Bible like it's an incantation. I read the Bible like if I actually believed what I'm saying out of my mouth and it became true, that heaven might actually manifest in my life and in my finances. And that's what that book, When Heaven Invades Your Finances, is all about. I highly recommend it. Again, on Amazon, check it out. I'm going to put a link to it in this podcast episode. But he who is spiritual appraises all things. Yet he himself is appraised by no one. Meaning, no one can validate you enough, and yet you can know all things. For who has known the mind of the Lord that he will instruct him, but we have the mind of Christ? In 1 Peter 4, verse 1 and 2, Therefore, since Christ has suffered in the flesh, Arm yourselves also with the same purpose, because he who has suffered in the flesh has ceased from sin, so that as to live the rest of time in flesh no longer for the lusts of men, but for the will of God. Listen, you can't do it in your own strength. You have to actually get out of your mind yourself and have a new mind and think on new things. This is something that my father-in-law, Mike Lucero, said of me said to me, think on these things. The Bible verse says in Philippians 4.18 in the King James, finally, brethren, whosoever, what or whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely, whatsoever things are of good report. If there be any virtue, if there be any praise, Think on these things. And yet so often we think on the negative things and then we believe that the law of attraction is a hokey metaphysical teaching when in fact the Bible teaches it. Or we don't believe in what the Bible says and we're trying to disprove it because we've seen the example of people that abuse other people and use these verses for hatred and evil. And so we've created this mental program, this mental framework that says, I have to understand everything for me to ever go towards my destiny. And I have to know all things by my own strength, by my own learning to grow my life. I'm here to tell you that you have to get out of your own mind and you have to become supernatural. You have to become a supernatural being. You are not a physical body. You are a spirit in a body. I'm telling you this right now. And you might not believe that, but some of you, it's sinking in. Some of you, you're starting to recognize it and you're starting to see things in your life. When we start to visualize what's possible for us and we start to meditate as Philippians 4.18 says, whatever is true, Meditate on that meditation, spend time visualizing on what is true, 
not what you feel. What you feel probably is not true and is lying to you. Whatever is honest, if it's lying to you, then it's not true. So don't think about it. Whatever is just, justice, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good report, think on these things. And yet so often we're afraid of what might happen if we got outside of our heads. You know, the passion translation is one that I really love. Brian Simmons is just incredible at the way that he breaks this stuff down. So keep your thoughts. This is what it says, Philippians 4.18 in the Passion Translation. I love to look at stuff from the King James and the Passion Translation because the Passion Translation makes it (laughs) in a very uh, tangible way for people. So keep your thoughts continually fixed on all that is authentic and real honorable and admirable, beautiful and respectful, pure and holy, merciful and kind, and fasten. That means connect as one being. Your thoughts on every glorious work of God, praising him always 24-7 in prayer. It doesn't say that 24-7 in prayer on there. We have to be in 24-7 prayer with God. We have to be 24-7 in the presence and the manifestation of the divine in our lives. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16 through 18 in the Passion Translation says this, Let joy be your continual feast. Make your life a prayer. And in the midst of everything, always give thanks for this is God's perfect plan for you in Christ Jesus. You have to have the mind of Christ. You have to have the mind of God. And if we read in John 14, verse 20, it says this in the, new, in the NIV. On that day, you will realize that I am in my Father. You are in me and I am in you. That means that God the Father is in us and that God is in us and that God is working through us and that when we are co-heirs with Christ, co-raised with God, that we are actually resurrected as a new creation, a supernatural being in time and space and outside of time and space. In the quantum realm, a new being that is supernatural with all authority in heaven and on earth in Jesus. And that we can be like Jesus. That we will be like Jesus. That we become 
like Jesus, as Jesus was. As Jesus was, so we become. Oh, by the way, that's in 1 John 4, 8, 4, verse 17. In the New International, it says, This is how love is made complete among us, so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment. In this world, we are like Jesus. Verse 18. There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And so if you're afraid of punishment, making mistakes, doing it wrong, you're living in a state of your natural realm. And you need to grow in confidence, even if you don't understand everything, to become a supernatural being, the Spirit of God flowing through you and operating in and around you and get out of your mind and have a new mind, a new creation, and become a new being, a new spiritual being, and you become manifest on earth as it is in heaven, the presence of God around you, practicing the presence of God. And your vibration manifests a heavenly vibration that is above, that is that of angels at this level. And we start to think on things that are higher and we can start to get a vision and visualize our life. And we can have the confidence to visualize what our life might look like if we didn't fear, if we weren't afraid of anything, if we weren't afraid of making mistakes, if we weren't afraid of what they might think, if we weren't afraid of what might happen if we do it all wrong, if we weren't afraid of what might happen if we messed it all up, if we weren't afraid of what might happen if we took too long, if we weren't afraid of if we went too long, if we spent too long listening to that podcast or watching that TV show or reading that book or playing that video game or spending time in the gym. By the way, these are all things that people are actually shamed for that I've actually found has helped me in my life. Because I've asked God in every single moment, what are you doing right now in this moment? And I've asked supernaturally for God to direct my footsteps. And maybe you're somebody that doesn't believe in what the Bible says, but you believe that the universe manifests stuff around you and that you have hope for what is possible. And that if you just vibrate at a certain level, at a certain frequency, things will come to you. Your reticular activating system becomes activated and you start to notice things that you didn't notice before. And you actually, you, the law of attraction is this. You are attracted to those things that you notice. And so when you stop empowering the things that you're afraid of, you stop empowering those fears, you start noticing what you love and you start looking at your destiny. I'm starting to look at people believing me. 
I'm starting to look at people realizing the truth. I'm starting to look at the transformation in people's lives, the testimonials that I'm seeing of people. I'm starting to see the manifestations of, of businesses that I coach and consult having 30, 50, 100, and even a thousand percent increase in their business. And I'm starting to see it as a repeated pattern in those that I'm consulting. And I'm starting to see this repeated pattern. And I'm starting to see when I'm reading these books and these biographies of these business captains of industry, how they made hundreds of billions and even trillions of dollars, how they did it. And they did it by visualizing what it would look like to reach that goal. And so this is going to require for you to take some action today. It's a very simple exercise. As I want you to write down on a piece of paper, three goals for the next six months, three goals for the next 12 months, and three goals for the next five years. And I want you to write them down right now. I'm going to share with you a couple of mine right now. For In the next six months, my business will be making $3 million annually. So divide that by 12 months. That'll be the monthly earning of my business. I will have created 100, $100,000 success stories. I already have... A couple, I have about a handful, about five right now that I've created through this podcast and things like that. And I will be buying a house in Austin, Texas for my wife and I. That's a hard one for me. I actually bought a house in Phoenix, Arizona about two years ago. Uh, and then we moved to Austin about a year ago. We're renting right now. This is a great house we were blessed with. And I'm I'm believing that I will be buying a house for my bride and I in the next six months. And the next year, the business will be doing $10 million annually. Which is over $80, $83,000 a month by November 11th. 2020. So that's November 11, 2020. I'm actually writing. I don't, I didn't have these pre-written. I'm writing them down right now. Uh, my health and fitness will be back where it was in 2013. <laughs> I've been losing some weight. I've been working out more. I've been eating healthier this is a 12-month transformation you're going to see from me. And let's see what's another big, hairy, audacious goal. And there will be 40,000 members in the Grow Your Life community on Facebook. Okay, so that's my goal right there for the next year. By this time next year, there will be 40,000 members in the Grow Your Life community. 
which I got that number from. There's some people, Jenna Kutcher, Rachel Hollis, uh, these experts that write great books, great teachers, highly recommend them. Jenna Kutcher, the gold digger. She talks about making goals and then digging for them and then going after them. <laughs> Rachel Hollis, her book, Girl, Wash Your Face, is incredible. And then five-year goals. $1 billion in business. I will have a an actual, with a physical location, university location, that will teach people about technology, art, media, and business. Okay? So about, you know, quantum computing, uh, quantum physics, um, machine learning, artificial intelligence, art, drawing, music, filmmaking, um, media, journalism, writing, um, and business, marketing, business, leadership development. And so this will actually be a, a university to teach people about this in the next five years. So we're looking at uh, 20, November 11th, 2024, having a physical location for the Grow Your Life University. That's the goal, that's the vision, okay? And $1 billion um, in revenue uh, to help fund that through various things like software, uh, hardware, technology. And in five years, I will have a uh, software, application that uses AI and even dabbles in the area of quantum computing. I'm not sure where that's going to be in five years, but it will, it will be in that realm of using quantum processing and artificial intelligence and software, and that will help fund the university and to help raise up more researchers and, and teachers and people to do these different things. Um, I'll also have a um, few other personal things I'm working on. So, working on comic book writing, working on making some music albums, things like that. So, write your goals down. What are those? The six month, the one year, and the five year. And yours don't have to be super crazy big like mine. I'm just putting those here on this podcast for you to understand where I'm at mentally, what I'm looking at, what I'm thinking about, where I'm headed with things, you know, doing stuff with blockchain technology, doing stuff with um, TV shows on Netflix, creating video games, even things like that in the next 10 years. Um, I, I told my wife, I want to, I want to, I have a goal to win an Oscar for something, whether it's directed, produced, uh, wrote the film score, whatever, uh, win an Oscar in, uh, by, I told her this in 2017. So by 2027 is to win an Oscar for something. Uh, just because I did what I wanted to. I don't care about the accolades. I don't care about that stuff. It's more just a goal. And so that is 2027 to win an Oscar for something in film, media, uh, or television, I'm not, or TV, yeah, so it would be film, definitely. That's awesome. That's so cool. I haven't actually written those big goals down. That's that's my dream board right there, y'all. So I'm actually 
putting into practice what I preach here. I'm going to hold this up. I'm going to put it on my, on my vision board here. What are your goals? What are your six month goals? Is it to make a $500 in your business, a thousand dollars, 10,000? Is it to, you know, pay off credit card debt? Is it to, uh, move out of your parents' house? What are your one year goals? Is it to buy a house? Is it to, is it to get married? Is it to buy that dream car? Is it to how many people do you want to impact? Listen, this isn't about you. This is about who you can impact in the world. We need to make our goals and our vision bigger than ourselves. That's why I wrote on there, my vision is uh, the university to help thousands of other people grow in this area. That's why this podcast exists. That's why this this Grow Your Life community exists. That's why I'm doing this. That's why a kid who was homeschooled and never went to college believes that he's going to have a university, a brick and mortar university one day. And it's going to start with the online university. That's why I believe that it's possible because I know what it takes. I consult with different institutions and universities of how to grow and get more students. And I know that it's possible because I know what it takes to get from where I am right now to where I want to be. And I know what it's going to take to get you from where you are right now to where you want to be. You have to visualize it. You have to write, write those goals down. Write those goals on a piece of paper, y'all. What are those goals for you? What are those goals that you have for yourself? What are those things that you can imagine? What are those impossible dreams? What are those things? And if you don't know where you're starting at, what your starting point is, I have an episode of this podcast. I believe it's episode number 28. It's called Roadmap to Your Destiny. And it helps you identify where you are right now. Because that's the first step. If you don't know where you are right now and you're not taking ownership over why you are where you are right now, that's where you need to start. That's where you need to break down the first level. Where are you right now? And join the Grow Your Life community and leave those comments in there. Let people know, where do you wanna go? What is your purpose? Where are you headed? You know, If you were gonna meet a friend at an In-N-Out Burger in Austin, Texas, there's multiple locations, which one do you go to? So that points your GPS, your compass to true north of the right direction, that's your purpose. And then a strategy to reach your destiny. And that's, that's how you start to build your life right here with these goals. And then you start to manifest them. You start to visualize them. You start to imagine what would happen if I wasn't afraid of making mistakes? What would I do differently? Where would I go? Who would I talk to? What questions would I ask? Why am I so afraid to ask questions? Why am I so afraid to ask people to do things that might help me? Who might I know or not know that can help me? And so I'm going to start by doing this right now, okay? So I have this vision for university, quantum computing, artificial intelligence, film, media to win an Oscar. Those of you that are listening to me right now, who do you know that might be able to help me get to that point? Send me a DM, okay? The next one is, um, how can you help me? How can I help you? Ask that question. So I wanna ask you this, how can I help you? See, a lot of times we're so focused on our own life and what we can get out of it that we need to flip our perspective uh, and flip the entire table on this of, who can I impact? Who can I impact? And we have to create these avatars. 
Create some avatars for yourself. This is the avatar concept. So when I make these podcasts, when I make these videos, I have in mind about 20, 30 different people that are in my Facebook group that I've talked to. Uh, and those are the avatars of who I can help. Those are the people that I'm trying to reach with these messages. Those are the people that I know can do the impossible things. Those are the people that I know because they look like the ones that I've helped in the past. And I have this idea of how can we help them manifest and get more vision for their life and visualize where they're going. Who are those people? And so you got to ask yourself that question for you. Who are the people that you want to impact? Get it in your head. Most of the time, they're usually people that are just like ourselves. And yet we're so blinded by looking at ourselves that we're trying to help ourselves and we need to actually find people that are like ourselves and build a tribe around us of people that can help support us in our goals and that we can support in their goals. And that's what the Grow Your Life community is, is people that are just like you, over a thousand people that are like you, that are growing in their life and trying to reach their goals and get to the next level. This is not a religious platform. This is not a church. This is not an a philosophical platform. This is not an atheistic platform. I believe in God, but you don't have to for this stuff to work. You don't have to understand it all. You don't have to understand how to show your work to get to the goal. You don't even have to type out all of this stuff. This might be hard for you to do, but you just need to think and visualize it and think about if I wasn't afraid of anything anymore and no fear of punishment and no fear of what might happen if I make a mistake didn't exist in my life, what direction would I go in? And it starts by asking these questions. If you knew you couldn't fail, what would you do with your life? If you knew that failure was actually impossible and success was guaranteed, what would you do? That's a scary question, but visualize it. Get that picture. And if you knew that you only had a year to live or 30 days to live, what would you do with that time? For me, I would record more podcasts and write books and download all this stuff that I'm feeling in my head to help empower more people. And so I know that my purpose and my destiny has to do with that. Yours might be just to spend time relaxing. And that might be what you need to do for this season is to just relax and spend more time with your family. Yours might be to spend more time in prayer. Yours might be reaching out to people that maybe you hurt in your life. Who can you impact? What would you do with that last 30 days of your life or that last 24 hours? If you knew you only had 24 hours to live, what would you do with that 24 hours? Sometimes we need to come face to face with the end of our life and get a vision for that. If I knew that I was going to die in 24 hours, what would I do? And then start living like you're dying and not be afraid to die, not be afraid of what dying would look like. Not be afraid of running out of time. Not being afraid of what would happen if we, we ran out of time. Not being afraid of what would happen if we, we, we made mistakes. Not being afraid of what if we wasted all of this time. Not being afraid of what if I spent all this time learning this and I did the wrong thing. And we visualized what our life would look like if we weren't afraid of time and space and we weren't afraid of making the wrong choice and we weren't afraid of fear and doing it scared and afraid of punishment and we weren't afraid of 
other people judging us and we weren't afraid of other people's opinions and we weren't afraid of that, how would we be empowered if instead of empowering what we fear, because it's true, if you're afraid of getting punished, you're probably going to do things that will get you in trouble. If you're afraid of making mistakes, you're probably going to spin on this hamster wheel of a track record of making mistakes. If you were afraid of trusting the wrong people, you're probably going to follow a track record of trusting the wrong people. If we get out of our head and stop being so afraid, what would possibly happen? What will we see in our lives? What would manifest in our lives? What would come in our lives? What would we be attracted to? What would we activate in our reticular activating system? And what would we start to visualize for ourselves? What would start to be created in our lives? And what would, we be, what would be possible? What would happen if you knew you couldn't fail? Who would we impact? What levels would we go to? What impossible visions or dreams will we might see if we finally got out of our mind and into alignment with the divine and we let go of all of those outside control factors and we just let go of it all and we just flowed with no stress with no anxiety, with no worry, with no fear into our destiny. And we allowed our destiny to manifest in our lives. And we allowed ourselves to do it imperfect. And we allowed ourselves to make mistakes. And we weren't so afraid of making mistakes because mistakes, mistakes, mistakes is the only way for you to learn what would happen in your life if you realized that making mistakes was good for you because it's the only way for you to learn and that taking a risk and stepping out of the boat and stepping into the scary place was actually where we were called to go. And that fear was actually an indicator of where we're supposed to go. That the very thing that we're afraid of exploring is actually where our destiny is. What would happen if we realized that? What would happen if we stepped out and took a risk and stopped worrying about what everybody thought? and stopped living for the validation and the praise and the approval of other people. And we trusted ourselves more. And we trusted God more. And we trusted that what we believe is true and that we actually developed a framework for this. And then we started to take action and we started to use the tools that we have in our life. The tools that we have right in front of us, the tools like this podcast, the tools like the Grow Your Life community, the tools like our friends, like our family. And we stopped looking at people for the objectification of what we could get out of them. And we stopped validating our own beliefs by what we see. And we stopped looking at people like vehicles and objects. And we started looking at people like people. We started having compassion for other people. And we started learning from people that we disagree with. What would happen? What would happen if we opened our mind to learn from people that, we, that are diametrically opposed to what we believe and we had a conversation about what's possible? What would happen if we had compassion and love in all things and manifested perfect love in our life 
and we stopped comparing other people to ourselves and we realized that we're not so different, that we're, that we're a lot alike, how would the world change? And we realized that whatever we fear, we empower. And if we start focusing on what do we love more than we fear, and we started manifesting our fear, that we've been doing our whole lives. We've been manifesting our fear. Do you realize that? You've been manifesting your fear up to this point in time. What would happen? That we would be manifesting our love. What would happen if love actually won and we let love win in our lives and it connected us with those that we are against that don't hold to the same beliefs as us, that don't believe exactly as we do, or maybe they might even be opposed to us, maybe those that hate us. And we realize that hatred is a fear of losing what we love. And we got rid of hatred and we walked in love and that we loved those that are around us and that we operated in love and that we loved those that are in our business and we loved our customers and we stopped seeing them for what we could get out of them, but how we could help them reach their goals. What would happen in your life? What would happen in your business? What would happen in your families? What would happen in your workplaces if we finally just learned to love each other the way that we want to be loved and to treat other people the way that we want to be treated? And we stopped letting fear run us. And we started empowering the things that we loved more than the things that we're afraid of. And we stopped empowering fear. Why are you empowering fear so much right now? You see, you might've heard me a little bit back in this episode, I said that if you did this, that you would empower fear because that's what you believe right now. That's what I have believed for 32 years of my life is that if I did those things, if I stepped out, that I would be empowering the things that I'm afraid of because I was so afraid of it. I was actually manifesting what I feared because that was the life that I was living up to that moment in time. And it was preventing me from making this dream board, this vision board and writing my goals down because I was so afraid of the responsibility of the action that I would have to take and the steps of faith that I would have to take to do it scared and risk it all and put it all out there for everybody to see what might happen of how I might be punished for this and the judgment that I might get from other people that might misunderstand me, that might misconstrue the words that I say and the fear. I was empowering the fear to come at me in my life. And if you're listening to this right now, I would be willing to bet that you're doing that as well. That the things that you fear, you're start, that you've seen them so often in your life, that you've been empowering those things that you fear instead of empowering the impossible, instead of empowering the manifestation of infinite possibilities, of instead of empowering the manifestation of your vision and your destiny, that you've been so focused on what you're afraid of, that you've stayed so far away from the things that you know that you need to go after. And that you've been empowering the things that you fear when in fact, on the other side of the thing that you fear the most is your breakthrough and your destiny. And all you have to do is make a decision 
and change your beliefs and get out of your head and think on things that are honest and true and just and holy and noble and good and of good report and live in perfect love because perfect love casts out all fear. Listen, I believe in you. And I know that you can do the impossible because I've seen it happen for thousands of people before. I've seen it happen with the companies that I've worked with, the companies that I've mentored, and the stories that I've read of captains of industry that have done the impossible. And the one thing they all had in common was this. is they started visualizing what would happen if they weren't afraid. And they started visualizing what their life would look like if they manifested their destiny. And they started visualizing what confidence would look like and what it would be like to be confident and what it would look like to believe in what they're talking about. And they started manifesting a vision of what it would look like to do the thing that they fear the most and to kick fear in the face and to manifest greatness. And those are the people I'm telling you, my friends, that they have gone on to do impossible things. And then they went a higher level and they started dreaming for the stars and shooting for the stars and dreaming beyond what just they see in the realm for them. And they started dreaming for the impossible and looking further than what they could just see with their natural eyes, but started seeing with their spiritual eyes and connecting with the divine nature of God and their thoughts became God's thoughts and God's thoughts about them became their thoughts. And they started thinking and seeing things the way that God would. And they started seeing other people the way that God sees other people. God has never been disappointed in you. God has never been disappointed in anybody on this earth today Right now, in this moment in time and space, God has never been disappointed in a single person. Period. No matter what they've done, no matter what they're going to do, no matter what heinous activities they've done. And even hearing that right now might be so hard for you to understand. You might be like, I don't know what... You don't know what I've done or you don't know what's been done to me. I can't forgive that person. You have to. Because as long as you hold on to bitterness and you hold that energy hostage of that person and that unforgiveness and you don't let it go, you're going to keep manifesting the things that you fear. You see, your unforgiveness that you're harboring is based on you holding on to the fear that you're empowering. And so you're empowering that thing that you fear by being unforgiving of people and not letting it go. And there's another level of forgiveness. We have to bless people. You have to bless those that you forgive. 
Say, I forgive that person for what they did to me five, 10 years ago. I forgive that person for what they did to me when I was three years old. I forgive that person that violated me, that hurt me, that abused me. I forgive them and I bless them. I bless them to go on to greatness. And when you do this, you release them. You see, this isn't for them. This is for you. You have been holding the toxic energy of bitterness inside of your spirit for so long that you've not let it go and you've been letting it eat you alive and it's actually been locking your brain up from ever visualizing what's possible for you because of what they did to you in the past and that unforgiveness or fear of what could happen to you, or fear of what they could do to you, or fear of what somebody that you haven't even met yet could do to you. You might be afraid to walk into a parking lot because of what you saw happen on a TV show, and you're actually empowering that thing that you fear instead of being vigilant and realizing and trusting that God can protect you and actually give you a vision for the future and show you ahead of time what might happen happen to warn you, to help you be aware of things because you're afraid of what might happen if you just let go. You're afraid of the risk and you're afraid of stepping out in faith. It's time to step out of the boat. Do you believe that you can walk on water? Because I do. I believe that I can walk on water. I believe that the impossible is possible. I believe that healing can come through a podcast. I believe that right now I'm able to impart to you the vision that God has shown me and that you are going to get an impartation of all of this that I'm talking about. And I speak life into you right now through this podcast supernaturally and that the divine nature of God will come to you and you will start to see visions and manifestation of what's possible for you. And if you don't believe that that's possible, that block is going to block you. And so I believe right now that even those that are blocked, that are blocking it, that they're also still going to see visions that this is going to work for them, that don't even believe in what I'm talking about. And that even those that started to listen to this podcast, that they actually got a download, that we're going to actually go back through time and space. And those that were at the beginning of this episode, at second number zero, that they're also going to get an impartation of what I've talked about through this whole podcast, even though they hadn't even listened to the end. And they're going to start to see things and understand things in the spirit realm. Because I believe that it's possible and I believe that nothing is impossible and I believe in you and I believe that when we're connected to the supernatural, the divine nature and God in us flows through us, we have all authority in heaven and on earth. We cannot control other people. That's free will. God can't even control you. God doesn't want to control you. You know, a lot of people say, how can you believe in a God that allows sickness and poverty and disease? It's because it's free will. Because God has allowed people to make choices on their own. And we're not robots. We're not artificial intelligence robots. He has a destiny prepared for us, but he is not going to force us to get there.
And some people choose to live their whole life never believing that. And they never get that because they believe that they have more power themselves than the universe does and the creator of the universe does and outside of time and space does that they believe that they themselves, the little tiny dot in the universe, if you look at the whole universe as a whole, that they, that little tiny speck is actually more powerful than what created all of it. And that pride and that fear is manifesting the life that they have right now. It's time to stop thinking that you are that important. <laughs> Seriously, you are so important and there is nobody like you. You don't need to be a copy, but you're not so important that you're greater than the universe and God. God wants to come in you and flow around you. And in that you will be able to connect with the divine nature and, ha and have a new mind, the mind of God to manifest and have all authority in heaven and on earth over your finances, over your workplace, over your family, over your marriage. And nothing is impossible. You see, with humans, with man, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. With man, this is impossible. I'm going to read this in the New King James Bible for you. Matthew 19, verse 26. But Jesus looked at them and said to them, with men, this is impossible, which also means women. But with God, all things are possible. And so I believe this, that all things are possible right now and that God is outside of the realm of time and space. He was is and is to come infinite. And that infinite energy can actually be inside of us. And we are able to manifest and create our destiny when we come into alignment with the divine and do the impossible. Humans have infinite potential. And yet by their own choice, they choose to live a limited life. It's time to take ownership over your choices that you've been choosing up to this point and choose to do something that you've never done before and choose to do the impossible and choose to do the thing that you fear the most and choose to go after your destiny, to go after your calling, to go after that thing and to not be afraid and to realize that you don't need to take responsibility for other people's actions that you can't control other people and let go that false responsibility of what other people might think about you or how they might misunderstand you or how they might use what you talk about in an evil way. You know, I've had this fear that if I teach people how to manifest the, all the greatness of the universe, that they'll do evil things. You kidding? That's a stupid fear. That's so silly for me to be afraid of that. And I'm actually empowering that to happen by me fearing that. And I'm actually not doing the thing that I know that I'm called to do by fearing people using this for manipulation and abuse. Listen, I'm not responsible for what you do with this information. You are. And I give up fearing responsibility and I give up that worry and I give up that responsibility 
It's on you now to grow your life, to empower others. You know, Dave Meltzer says this, if, if a thousand people, if you empowered a thousand people to empower a thousand people who in turn empower, empower a thousand people, we well, would impact one eighth of the entire world's population. Do you believe that one person could change the world? Because I do. And the ones who are crazy enough to believe that they can actually will. Steve Jobs said that. And it's true. And so I believe that if you're crazy enough to believe that you can change the world, that you can. And that nothing is impossible. And that this happens by connecting with the divine supernatural energy of the universe and beyond the universe, the creator of the universe to create the impossible. Listen, I'm not going to worry anymore about offending you. I'm not going to worry anymore about you misunderstanding what I said. I'm not going to worry about you thinking that I'm teaching something that's false because I know it to be true and I believe it with my whole heart. And I'm going to start to be a living example and a living testimony of this in my life. And you're going to start to see changes in me. And so I want you to hold me accountable to this list right here. Then in five years, we'll have university software applications. In, by 2027, an Oscar award, a billion dollars. In one year, 40,000 members of the Grow Your Life community. My health will be on track. Hold me accountable to that. $10 million annually by this time next year. And in six months, my business will be at $3 million dollars. A hundred people will be making a hundred thousand dollars and my wife and I'll be buying a house in Austin, Texas. Hold me to that. Hold me accountable to it. I can visualize it. I want to empower you to visualize the impossible for yourself and then, and then you have a responsibility. You got to take action. You have to realize it's not on other people to take action. It's not on other people to motivate you to take action. It is on you to go after your destiny. It is on you to go after the calling that is on your life. It's not on anyone else but you. You have the power to do the impossible. What are you going to do with that choice? So today, write it down. Write down what you're going to do. Write down where you're going to go. Write down who you're going to impact, who you're going to touch, what you're going to manifest. Write down what is going to happen in your life. Write down what you can visualize for yourself and create a plan and a system for yourself to reach it and to do the impossible. And if you need a mentor, if you need somebody to help you with that, I'm here for you. You're not alone. Join the hashtag Grow Your Life community on Facebook. Ask your questions. Go after the things that you know that are possible for you. And if you want to win free coaching with me, Go to my Instagram page, look up Jeremiah Krakowski at Jeremy Crack and leave in the comments, hashtag grow your life. Hashtag grow your life. 
in the comment on my feed on Instagram. You can win up to once a month, the same person going multiple times, a 30-minute coaching session with me. Okay? But you have to leave that in the comments. Hashtag grow your life. And I pick one winner every single Sunday on my Instagram story who wins a 30-minute coaching session with me. Listen, I believe in you and I know that it's possible because I've seen what's possible in other people. And here's the deal. If you're serious about coaching and you want to take this to the next level and you want to sign up for coaching with me, paid coaching, you can win those 30-minute coaching sessions. But if you're somebody that actually wants to take coaching to the next level and have me mentor you in your business and in your life, whatever it is, I'm doing an offer from now until January 1st, 2020. You can buy one hour of coaching from me for $400 or three hours for $1,000. You'll get three hours. You can use it anytime in the next two years. It'll expire after two years. Anybody who buys this offer, it'll expire um, November or January 1st, 2022. So you can, you can pre-buy the coaching and then use it anytime during that and we can book it, okay? And so it's kind of like you're investing into the next two years of your life. And you can take advantage of this offer. You can even buy $10,000 worth of coaching if you want. $10,000 of sessions that'll give you 30 hours right there. So whatever, however you want to mix and match that package, that breaks down to about $333 an hour. Uh, for the three hours or a single hour for $400. If you're somebody who's serious about that, if you want to take advantage of that offer, I can do an introductory call with you, but you have to be serious about it. If you just want a free 30 minutes with me, please leave that time to somebody who's serious about purchasing those $400 sessions uh, and do the hashtag grow your life on my Instagram. Please don't dishonor this offer and just try to game the system and get a free hour with me doing that. If you're somebody that wants a, a, a introductory 30 minutes where we can kind of go through your goals and at the end of it, you'll sign up for one of those packages, send me a DM. I'm going to have a landing page on my website as well. I don't have it up right now, but I'm going to have it here in the next couple of weeks where you can actually sign up and register and purchase those sessions. Or you can pick a discovery call with me and pick a time where we can meet up and talk about this stuff and we can go over it together. If you want somebody to mentor you, I'm here for you. And if you're like, hey, I don't have any money, I want you to listen to one podcast episode from me every single week, minimum. Some of you will be able to even do three, four, even five podcast episodes a week from this Grow Your Life podcast. If you go through these episodes, if you listen to them, if you stay consistent with them, this is free coaching that you're able to get from me on these episodes. They're recorded and I'm able to impart to you what works. I have episodes on getting more customers in your business, more traffic, Facebook ads, making video content. I did one last week on creating content that sells for you in your business and a framework of how to make content that works. Go listen to that episode. And if you wanna win that free coaching, leave hashtag grow your life on my Instagram in the comments and I pick one winner every single week. I believe in you, I can't wait to talk to you. 
Take advantage of that offer before January 1st, 2020. It'll expire. The rate will go up. Normally, it has been $750 an hour for coaching with me. And I've even quoted $1,500 an hour to people that, you know, I just meet off the street. That's my, like, you know, my standard rate. It's $1,500 an hour to coach with people. But I'm doing that offer $400 for a single offer or hour with me or $1,000 for a three-hour package. Grow your life, everybody. I can't wait to talk to you. I can't wait to coach with some more of you. And if this episode has impacted you, share it with somebody. Share this episode on your Facebook, on your Instagram, on your stories. Tell people what these goals are. Maybe maybe step out in faith. Maybe, maybe do something risky and share it with somebody what your five-year goal is. Share with somebody what those goals are. I believe in you. And I know that you can do the impossible. That the only person holding you back is yourself. So are you ready to stop holding yourself back and get started in manifesting your life and moving forward to the next level? Are you ready to not recognize what your life looks like and manifest that vision that you have that you write down in your goals for yourself. It's time to take action. It's time to do something. It's time to at bare minimum start leaving that hashtag grow your life on my Instagram and winning those free coaching sessions with me. I'm not going to do a sales pitch on those. It's going to be a, a full on real coaching session. see what comes out of this episode. I'm probably going to get this transcribed and turn it into an ebook. <laughs> I've been wondering how I'm going to write a book and I and I realized if I get this episode transcribed that becomes my book and I can edit it for people. Like that <laughs> makes my heart beat really fast. It makes me excited. I believe in you and I know that you can do the impossible. Grow your life everybody. Win that free coaching. Let me know if you want to take advantage of that offer before January 1st, and we'll talk soon.